Let's start with TV, though. Caitlin Cherry joins us now, our TV reviewer. Hi, Caitlin. Kia ora. Kia ora. I was going to say you're beginning to notice the writer's strike, but I don't think it's really impacted our viewing yet. But you do seem to have been having a bit of trouble finding the right TV show. Oh, that is true. And I think the writer's strike impact will probably be next year, which uh-huh. is really sad. And um, I'm not looking forward to it because the making of a good show is in its brilliant writing. And um, so, yeah, I was having a bit of trouble and I actually ended up watching a couple of crappy things, yeah. um, which is in my don't recommend list. And I'll tell you about them soon. But first, I discovered a show that's on TV and on demand, on demand called Tulsa King. Mm. Have you heard of this at all? No, and I was looking at your notes and thinking this is right up my alley. I love it when a sort of a legacy actor goes back and does a role like this. I'm thinking about Kelsey Grammer in that um, show Boss where yeah. he plays the mayor of Chicago, which was unfortunately cancelled quite early. But uh, this is a Sylvester Stallone one. Yeah, so he plays a 75-year-old New York mobster and he just looks the part you yeah. know, so much. Yeah. And um, he's been released from prison after 25 years, goes back to the family and goes, here I am, what do you got for me? And they're like, yeah, you know, you're a bit of a has-been now. And um, <laughs> so they send him to Tulsa in Oklahoma. And they go, oh, we're sending you to Tulsa, you know, start a chapter there, basically. Uh-huh. And he's not happy at all. <laughs> not the most and glamorous he, locale um, for a mob boss, Tulsa. I don't know much about Tulsa, however, but I'm guessing it's kind of Midwest he a very, Yeah, Yeah, he's a very confident guy. And he ends up, um, you know, doing his, like, getting up to his old sort of standard um, mob tricks, but he's sort of like a mobster with a heart of gold. Yeah. So he ends up um, partnering with the local cannabis dispensary owner. And of course, all the while this is going on, he's constantly surprised by the way of the world. You know, he's like, what's Uber? And doesn't have a, you know, <laughs> smartphone and doesn't yeah. understand how he can't use cash all the time. And so it's like, it's like Sopranos, into- Sopranos meets Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it even kind of delves into these newer areas. It's like, What's with all the pronouns? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but he doesn't go too far into it, so uh-huh. you know it's it, it is very funny. And there's this one moment when a kind of one of the women who works at the dispensary says, "You know, I'm feeling really triggered," and he's like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" <laughs> yeah, and it is, yeah. They make you laugh, but not in a cruel way because she's also a great character. Yeah. So the pros are that it's you know a wonderful black comedy. Very darkly funny. It's got an empathetic anti-hero main character. The side characters are really good. It's that whole fish out of water kind of story of, you know, the smooth mobster being in a place where people ride horses. Um, He's culturally out of touch. Um, But, you know, we also see his vulnerability in the fact that he wants to see his daughter and he hasn't met his grandchildren. And he is still a 75-year-old guy, just a 75-year-old, very tough and very muscly guy. (laughs) Yeah, how's he looking? Pretty good. I mean, he has had quite a lot of plastic surgery, but now that he's old, it sort of actually works okay. Just, you know, um, it it does okay. He he talks in his usual Sylvester Stallone style, and, you know, he's not the world's greatest actor, but he works (laughs) in this role. Um, The cons are that there's only two main female characters, and neither of them pass the Bechdel test, so they're not friends with each other or any other other females. (laughs) Um, It is very blokey. Uh, but it's still enjoyable in the way that I like Jack Reacher. So he's not uh, he's not a misogynist. He respects and likes women and is a good guy in that sense. So I loved it. I will say this, though. I was really disappointed by the last episode. I uh. felt like it had sort of twisted down a different path that I didn't think worked. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I like the fact that it's not too violent and that it's not 
you know, he has to kind of use his wits and change his style and get a bit modern to get things done. How and many episodes? Kind of fell back a little bit. Uh, nine. Oh yeah, oh, that's an odd number of episodes, isn't it? Um, yeah. Sounds good though. Do you think it'll be a keeper? Like, do you think it'll um, be the sort of thing that will keep going? Yeah, well, t- um, it was it was pretty acclaimed, and season two has been um, given the green light, which is good. So expect to see that at some point. So that's on TVNZ on demand, which I forget has some real gems. Oh, yeah. It's just that I don't switch it on a lot and kind of get them advertised. You know the way you do when you switch Netflix on. Yeah. Um, have you watched the Rose Matafeo Starstruck? Final season? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Isn't I have started in the final season. I love it. And I yeah. love her so much. Like, I just watch it because I love her. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Um, I should say, by the way, I'm watching, we've just started one that you recommended a couple of months ago. It takes us a while to get on board. Silo. Loving Silo. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Thank it's you. good, isn't it? It's just like, it, it's not, it's like a, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be in my A list, but it's definitely high in my B list. Yeah, remind, reminded me a bit of Westworld actually, which we enjoyed too. Yeah. Although not quite as complicated as uh, Westworld, we're keeping up with the plot so far. So anyway, that was the first one, Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone, and then Bad Sisters. This Bad is one that you've seen sisters. before, isn't it? Or am I no, getting that I've wrong? No, I've never seen it before, and I uh-huh. you're getting it wrong. I there's other ones with similar names. Right, right, there's right, right. Bad, Bad moms and things like that. But yeah. I love this. It's like, um, this is about five Irish sisters, surnamed Garvey. Um, and it's very like uh, reading a Marion Keys book. Because <laughs> Marion Keys, a lot of her books are based around these five sisters of one family. And in that family, they've all got these very different personalities and they're all pretty, you know, intense and my apologies. If my battery of my headset runs out, I'll say very sorry now. Okay, cool. Um, but one of the one of them is married to an absolute, as they would say, Iris, Um, and the other sisters hate him. And it, the, the whole thing begins with his dead body. So that's in the present. So I'm not giving anything away by saying that because we know he's dead. And then the rest of the series is a series of um, flashbacks and working yeah. out that every single person around had a motive to kill him because he is just such an awful person and possibly <laughs> one of my favourite villains ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, because it's not a new show. That's why it rings a bell for me. I, I, Claire, it's actually Claire, made in 2022, so it's from last yeah, year. Claire Chittam's a big fan of it, yeah. Um, oh, that's good. And um, I, I had heard that about the guy, the that you, you hate him, but you kind of love to hate him as well. Well, the thing is that you want to kill him personally as well. You actually get to the point where you're like, yep, this guy needs to die. Yeah. I'm happy to kill him myself because he is so passive-aggressive and his put-downs are so cruel and he manipulates his wife and he comes across as the good guy. So it's that whole way of him being the charming snake that mm. is, you know, his his barbs are so cruel. Like when the older sister says, oh, I've got news, he says, oh, are you pregnant? <laughs> and everyone's shocked because she can't actually have children. So right. it's, a, it's an very cruel thing to say. Amazing actors. It also stars Brian Gleeson. So he's Brendan's other son, Dominal's brother. Um, and he plays an insurance agent investigating the death. So it kind of gives you all sides of everybody, um, you know, good and bad, grey areas and all of that. Okay, Bad Sisters. And that one's on Apple TV. Yes, it is. And what? I really recommend it, especially if you... Um, want to fantasise about killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what are we avoiding? The recruit. 
uh, that's on Netflix and also Who Is Aaron Carter, both on Netflix. So they both like got pushed really hard, um, you know, often in the top 10, but really drawn out, formulaic. I mean, the good things is that they're shot in really uh, interesting locations. They've got these strong female characters who beat people up. The cons are that they're very, the whole scripts are poorly written and they're flabby. The whole thing is drawn out. They just didn't carry through the potential. It could have been really tight, wonderful drama, but it ended up just sort of flopping about, really, not quite knowing where it was going, both of them. Okay. Well, what's Who is Erin Carter? What's that all about? So this is about a woman who is um, living in Barcelona with a child, and she ends up in a hold-up in a shop and um, basically attacks one of the attackers quite successfully. She's just meant to be a regular mum. And that kind of exposes her true secret past identity. And then the baddies come after her and her husband has no idea about her past. Thank you, but we're not going to watch it. We're going to watch Bad Sisters well, in Tulsa King instead. Well, you can, but just don't, ex- just don't expect too much. Okay. Thanks, Caitlin Cherry. Great recommends, as always, in our TV critic slot.